This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cargo section for 10.30pm tonight. Phones on silent, please. Uh, no live tweeting during the broadcast section. And for those in the broadcast section, please use the microphone. Paul. Hi, Ange. Hi. Ange, uh, how much of a motivation is there to go five points clear all day early in the weekend? And did you ever feel when you came into the job that you could be in this position so early and making the kind of impact you're making? Um... Oh, look, first part of your question, yeah, I mean, doesn't really add any significance because, as you said, uh, you know, whatever happens Friday night, there's still a, a full round of Premier League fixtures to, to be played and, um, again, nothing of real significance comes at the end of that. So, um, But in terms of, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't go into a job not believing I can't, I can't make an impact. That's my role. And, um, but, you know, like I've said a few times, it, the measure of that, is not really that um, you know having some predetermined time frame to you know when that happens and how it happens. It's about just trying to focus on on putting the the things in place that I think are important for what we're trying to build. And yeah, you know, along the way, those um, you know the, the the progress comes at various times and at, at different sort of trajectories. Um, we're in a good space at the moment, but again, you know we we still got. Um, you know, plenty of work to do to make sure that we, you know, what we do now is sustainable because that's the main thing. It's not about just, you know, making a, a short-term impact. It's about building something that hopefully brings sustained, you know, um, opportunities of success for the club. In my experience, managers don't like to talk about a title push in October, November time, but I was going to ask about your experience of being through many league title-winning seasons. So what, what are you saying to players in October and November, even if it is early? Yeah, I mean, there's a really good reason that no manager would talk about winning a title in October and, and, and November, and, and that's because we all know there's a long way to go. And, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, we don't sort of don't talk in those terms of the players. Uh, you know, my kind of main information sort of flow is about, you know, how can we keep improving? How can we kind of tackle the challenge of, being in the most competitive league, you know, in the world um, on a weekly basis because that's the real challenge for us, particularly in, in sort of our stage of development is to, to understand that, you know, irrespective of kind of what's happening outside or the noise from outside, every game is, is a real hard one for us, you know, at the moment in where we are as a team. And we need to be fully focused on that and... Um, you know, from my perspective, the lads have been really good at just, you know, keeping their eyes firmly on, you know, what's next and what's next for us is a tough game tomorrow night. On Monday night, James Madison <coughs> talked about uh, 
you're well, you're giving your opinions to them in pre-season at the Shakhtar game and just reminding them of what's required over the course of 90 minutes. Uh, what did you make of, of that? And are, you, are you getting, again, closer and closer to where you want to be compared <coughs> to what it's been like here in the last couple of seasons? Yeah, look, uh, you know, my reference point isn't sort of what's happened the last couple of years. Uh, you know, my reference point is where I want the team to be and, and that's irrespective of kind of you know, where the team's been, you know, in recent times. Obviously, like I said, when when <coughs> bringing me in, the club was aware that things were going to change, not because of any other reason, but because of who I am and the way I do things and the way my teams play. So, you know, we, we, we you know, said before, there's no point coming in and, and sort of, you know, tinkering around the edges. We had to make some real changes in everything we did, and that's what we've done. And, um, you know, within that context, there are some, you know, pillars of... Um, sort of real basic fundamentals that that need to be there, and and you can you, there's you know there's a few ways you can sort of emphasise that. One is through training, what we do every day, and the game gives you those windows of opportunities where you know if you see something or if I see something that I think is not you know is not part of what I want us to be as a team, then irrespective of kind of you know whatever the circumstance, whether it's a friendly game, you know league game, cup game, that's my opportunity to, to, to kind of reinforce that to the players. Hi, good afternoon. <coughs> Top of the league, still unbeaten, but if there is a certain area you would like to see improvement as a team, as a club, what would that be? All of it, mate. All of it. You know, we, 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 we still, you know, we still got to, you know, grow in every area. Um, but there are areas where we're already very good and, and you know, particularly around the defensive side of our game, I think we've been excellent, really consistent. Uh, you know, I said after the game Monday night, I think it's what it won us the game, just our ability to, to A, willingly work hard, you know, press the opposition, be really disciplined and committed to, to like, forcing oppositions into mistakes. Um, <coughs> I think, you know, that's been really, really good and really pleasing for me. Um, I, st I still think our main growth will come in the attacking side of the game. I still think, you know... Particularly in the front third, we were still, you know, a lot of our movements are still sort of not natural and not, you know, fluent like we want them to be, which is not surprising. Um, but what's getting us, we're still getting us the goals is we've got great quality up there that's that's kind of contributing to that. But I still think, uh, you know, the, the biggest area of growth for us will be, you know, in our attacking side of the game. Asking about uh, you, Min Son, who won the Player of the Month award re recently on Monday, scored his 50th goal at the new stadium. How impressive <coughs> you've been, not only by his quality, but his leadership as well? Yeah, they've both, they're both been outstanding, as you said. Um, look, he, he's, he's, he's a fantastic player. He's been a fantastic player for a very, very long time. So I'm not, you know, it's, it's not me making an impact on him. But, um, you know, I think he's, you know, embraced his leadership role and, he he wants that responsibility, which is the first thing you, you need to understand because, you know, it's leadership sounds great and, you know, can 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 even seem a little bit glamorous, but there's a lot of responsibility that comes with it and you need to want that as a player because obviously, you know, people are always looking at you, um, you know, to, to see whether, you know, you're showing not just the behaviours and, and talking about it, but then when the matters most, game day, you're producing because that's being a leader, you know. it's You can't hide, particularly on match day. And 
he's been a real catalyst for us, both uh, you know with his goals, but also as I said before, you know, he's a big part of our sort of defensive structure and press the way we've been working, and uh, you know he's been outstanding in that area. Tomorrow will be your first time managing against Roy Hodgson. What do you think <coughs> has been his formula or secret to his longevity in the game and especially in the Premier League? England, Australia, 2016. I coached against Roy in uh, up in Sunderland, uh, so uh, I've, I've had the you know, pleasure of coaching against him uh, at international level. Um, look, he's just an outstanding manager. He's 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 an absolute um, gentleman. Um, whenever I have come across him. Um, and people, you know, we talk about Roy, always talk about, you know, the kind of person he is. And, you know, I love his career. Uh, for somebody like me who's had a different journey, um, I look at somebody like Roy and I've got so much admiration for the career he's had because I guess for all of us, it's, you know, we start off in this, um, you know, kind of decision to, to become a manager and, you, know, you, you kind of talk about well what's the main thing you want is that you, you hopefully do it for a very long time because we love it but we know that it, the, the job has a precarious nature to it you, you, you kind of hang on to the fact that hopefully you have some success that prolongs your career but beyond that it's what I love about what I do is the experiences you gain along the way and I look at Roy and I just think he's had the richest of careers you know he's, he's coached here he's coached abroad, he's coached big clubs, smaller clubs, he's fought for honours, he's fought against relegation, he's coached different countries. You know, whenever he does decide to quit, and that probably isn't going to be for a while the way he's going, um, you know, he can look back and he's got such a rich career that I think means more than just having success, you know, or, or you know, earning a lot of money or fame. I just think the experiences he you know, he probably speaks five or six languages. He can go to multiple countries, multiple clubs and be welcomed with open arms. Um, just massive admiration and uh, a career, you know, hopefully I, uh, when I get the end of it, um, can have sort of a fraction of the experiences. He Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. George. Angelo, um, just on Roy, he's, he's 76, so I, I just wondered, will you still be going up to, um, to, up to that age as a manager? Or, or do you think? <laughs> oh, mate, who knows? Um, that's not the plan. Um, 76, somewhere on a Greek island... Um, Lying back, watching football from around the world, maybe, you know, doing some punditry and becoming an expert um, overnight. Um, so that's the plan, but you never know in life, mate. Um, just a word on team news, please. Um, just any injury concerns. Yeah. Is it Udogi? Yeah, so okay? yeah, the two main ones are obviously uh, from the other night, Pape and Destiny. Uh, Pape, 
uh, he's fine. He um, he kind of bounced back sort of 24 hours after the game. But like I said, he had a bit of an illness and he's trained well. Destiny, we're still going to assess. Um, you know, obviously it's a short turnaround from the other night. So we'll have a look at today and see how things go. And I'll make a decision after that. Um, everyone else um, has come through fine and uh, available. So I, I can understand you playing down the, the Titans where you are now, a quarter of the season almost gone, would you be really disappointed if, you, if you're not playing Champions League football next season because you've had such a strong start? I'll be disappointed if we're not a better team than what we are now, mate. That's that's my measure. You know, If we if we continue to improve as a team, like I said at the start of the year, um, I reckon our supporters will give me a fair indication how we're going. So if they, we get to the end of the year and they're a happy lot, then uh, I reckon we'll be in a good space. So we'll see where that takes us. Charlie? Just um, following up on what Paul asked about, you know, you've told the players in no uncertain terms what you thought wasn't good enough. Just wondered how they reacted to that and, you know, if you've seen a reaction the last few days. They reacted the same way, you know, they react to everything else, you know. You, it's not about sort of me um, doing it to get a reaction. It's it's feedback. That's my role, you know. And you, the players expect, you know, feedback that's honest and, and you know, if... if I think they'd be disappointed in me if I just sort of brushed over things that hopefully helps them be better. So, you know, like I said, it wasn't done to, to get a reaction or to try and do, prove a point. I just thought second half, you know, the analysis for us was that, you know, we didn't control the game like we wanted to, particularly with the ball. We, we allowed Fulham to, to sort of get a bit of a foothold in a game where, <coughs> you know, we had a great opportunity to take control of, which we have done in most games so far this year. Um, and so there was an opportunity for me to, to kind of give the feedback to the lads and, and help them in the process of us becoming a better team and, and, and then become better players. Just wonder as well, this is the first time since Fulham in the League Cup and obviously you made a bunch of changes, but the Monday to Friday, just wondered how that changes your preparation with that tight turnaround. Yeah, no, I mean, it's all these kind of things are planned. I mean, we, we kind of put our monthly plan together and we know what's coming so everything's adjusted accordingly leading up to to games you know whether that's training whether the type of training we do so it's not like um, you know we kind of get to Monday night and think about what we're going to do for Friday I mean it's, it's all sort of planned well ahead and uh, you know we've adjusted training accordingly um, looking at the players I think they've they're ready to go tomorrow. They're, they're in a good space uh, physically and, and mentally in terms of recovery from the other night. So there's no issues there. And just obviously with the fewer games, there are fewer minutes to go round. And I know you've had that previously in your career, but here there are some quite high-profile players that aren't really playing. Has that been something you've had to be conscious of, how to keep them motivated and engaged? No. If, you know, I, I, I don't think that's, again, I don't think that's my role. My role is to provide an environment where all the players feel like um, you know they're valued, they get an opportunity, they all train together, they all train as one, we don't separate the group. Um, their own motivation needs to come from within as to how they, you know, if they're not playing, how they use that to, to contribute. But, you know, I don't, we wouldn't be in this position we are right now if we were relying on 11 players. I keep saying that, you know, if games finish at the 80th minute mark, we'd probably be sitting mid-table. So. The contributions that have come in those minutes have come from guys who maybe don't start games. So, you know, I think the motivation is there for all the players that they want to be part of a, you know, um, and I think that, that comes hand in hand with being at a big club. If you want to be at a big club, you're not going to be guaranteed anything. You've got to earn everything and um, it's no different here. Thanks. Rob, please. 
Hi, Ange. Uh, ben Davis wasn't in the match day squad yeah. on Monday. How is it? What was the issue with seeing? Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no, nah, he's fine now. Uh, yeah, he got a knock uh, day before training. He, he um, fair to say, uh, training at times teeters on the edge, and he, 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 unfortunately, he copped a, a nasty one at training. Um, just a bit of a knock, which kept him out. It was the day before the game, so he kept him out of the game. But he's trained uh, and he's fine and ready to go. I know you said in a club interview last week, Ryan Sessegnon's a longer-term injury. Is he someone who could potentially be back next month? Or you think no, no, longer-term, mate, longer-term. Yeah, still a way to go. How is Ryan in himself? Because, I mean, he's had a number yeah, of it's since he's been here. Yeah, it's tough for him, you know. It's 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 hard, you know, and that's, you know, when people ask me about being motivated, well, mate, you look at players like Ryan who done nothing wrong, but, you know, they're working their backside off by themselves every day to try and get back... Um, you know, if you need a motivation as footballers, there's plenty of it around to say, well, you know what, the same, you may not be playing or you may be playing as much as you want, but you're still in a pretty good space where you can at least afford yourself the opportunity to play, whereas guys like him have got to work hard to get back to the group. But, um, you know, Ryan has got a lot of support here and, um, you know, his um, medical team, sports science staff are working hard with him and he's still part of the group on a daily basis. So uh, we just got to get him back to, to a space where he's uh, physically able to, to participate again. Section George at the back, please. <coughs> Hi, Ange. Um, I think when Basuma got sent off at Luton, you sort of, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but you said everyone makes mistakes. It's about the reaction. I wonder what has his reaction been like since then, sort of afterwards, and I guess preparing for the Fulham game, knowing he's not going to be in the team. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I was, I was talking about his reaction. I was talking more about the team's reaction when a mistake's made that, you know, we're going to have individuals who at times, are, you know, sometimes in no fault of their own will make mistakes that, that have consequences for the team. It's how we react as a group to that. And I think you know, our reaction to that as a, you know, as a group was good. Um, in terms of Biss himself, yeah, I mean, he was disappointed. Um, but, you know, he, the, his, his teammates, um, you know, um, got the job done and I think he's appreciative of that and <coughs> he also saw the team win without him so all these kind of things are lessons you know if you want to um, as I keep saying I don't need to sort of keep reinforcing anything that you know the, the players are well aware of you know consequences of actions and I don't need to make any further point on that they can see it themselves that you know they need to you know, stay disciplined and you know if they do make a mistake then it's just about making sure they get they're ready for their next opportunity. That's a nice selection headache to have. Basuma's been really good this season, but Pierre's come in, done, done a really good job and leaves you with a, a nice dilemma for tomorrow. Yeah, well, look, it's no different to any other week. There's always, I mean, not really dilemmas. They're just, you know, choices that we, we you know, people in my position have to make. And um, I've always kind of made those decisions, you know, pretty simply and cleanly about what I think we need tomorrow night. And... You know, we'll start with a certain group of players, we'll finish with a different set of players and it's about trying to get the job done and then when that game's done, then we, we kind of look to the next one. So um, it's good to have Biss available for sure because he's been a big part of what we're doing and as you said, um, the team did well the other night so um, yeah, that should make us stronger. And just funny for me, um, you mentioned about your sort of admiration for Roy. I mean, he's 20 years older than you but I think it took him 20 years to actually manage in the Premier League for the first time. Is have all the managers in the Premier League, is his journey the most similar to yours from that from that aspect? 
Oh, I mean, I don't know if it's if it's similar, but like I said, I, I've liked. Um, not I've liked. I, I admire. You know the the road he's travelled because it isn't your conventional road. You know, I mean, when he went to Sweden all those years back, it was a big move for an English manager. You know, and he they they kind of. So I kind of think back, and you know, it was a brave decision for him, and. Um, he was such a success there, and he's been a, it's been a catalyst to his whole career, where he's just, you know, kept taking on challenges, and you know, he's been kept, been given, you know, challenges, which means that's how highly rated he is, because you don't keep getting opportunities unless you, you know, people look at your body of work and think, well, you know, um, and I'm sure that's what Crystal Palace did last year when they had a choice, you know, well, Roy's there, we know what he can do, and um, you know, he's done a tremendous job for them. Okay, we'll end the broadcast section there. We'll move on to the embargo for 10.30pm tonight. Rob? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.